Yes, uh, good evening, good day or good morning, or just greetings. This podcast is dedicated to a lady by the name of uh, Sipo Setu. It means our gift. It's a lady that I met in a in a eatery in Zevenbach Mall. And uh, this lady uh, came to us, me and a friend were having a lunch there. And this lady came to us and she uh, shared with us the plight of her daughter. And she asked us to pray for her daughter. So in this podcast, I'm going to encourage her. This podcast is specially dedicated to her, and uh, I would say greetings to you, uh, Sipo, Sipo Setu, and they call you Setu. I greet you in the name of Jesus, and I would like to encourage you and tell you that the Bible says in the book of Mark, chapter 11, verse 23 and 24, in the King James Version, It says that if you do not doubt, but believe that what you say, you shall have what you have said. We pray, all of us pray, you pray, and prayer is right. Prayer is correct. Prayer is what we must do. But sometimes we feel we're praying and praying, but it seems like we're not being heard or we don't get the answer but I've experienced that praying goes hand in hand with saying the word of God says I repeat in Mark 11 23 24 if you do not doubt but believe what you say say then you will have what you have said Because there's power in your words. The Bible says, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And I was sharing with her, she said to me, she's broke. I said, never say that. Never say you're broke. Never speak that over your life. Because if you say you're broke, then that word will come into fulfillment in, in, in your life. Because I remember reading in the book of Numbers in the Bible, in the Christian Bible, in the Old Testament, where uh, 12 spies were sent out to spy out the land to see what kind of people is living in that land because they're going to take over that land. And um, when they went there, they sent a representative from each tribe. There were 12 tribes, so they sent one person to represent each tribe. And so 12 of these men came there to spy out the land, and when they saw the inhabitants of the land, the people who were living in there, they were giants. And they said, we actually look like locusts in the sight of these giants. We look so small. And they said, we won't make it here. We are going to die here. 
That's in the book of Numbers chapter 13. If you read in the next chapter, Numbers chapter 14 verse 28, these people started to die. And then God said, the very words they spoke before my ears, I brought it upon them. Can you see? They spoke death over their own lives. They said, we are going to die here. And so it happened. I remember a story of a school teacher. A school teacher said once, he's going to die at the age of 40. But he was healthy. He wasn't sickly. He wasn't attached to a machine. And he said, I'm going to die at 40. Exactly at 40 years of age, he had a heart attack on the school grounds. And he died. He spoke that over his life. He spoke death over his life. Amen. Because the Bible says that whatever you say, God will confirm it. God will uh, bring it into, cause it to come into fulfillment. You can read that in uh, Isaiah 44 verse 26. It says that God confirms the word of his servant and performs the counsel of his messenger. We can rephrase it and say, God confirms the words of his children and bring into fulfillment their thought saying. You see? So, like I myself, remember, we used to do a prayer walk. I wanted to go for a, a walk on the mountain. There's a, 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 a small mountain. It's called Tigerberg Hills. And me and some friends, uh, we were walking at the foot of the mountains. We would walk about 11 kilometers a day. And we would walk. When I started to walk with them, we spoke about just the daily things. And then God said to me one day, why don't you turn this walk into a prayer walk? Uh, instead of walking and talking about daily happenings, walk and talk to God, walk and pray, walk and thank me, walk and praise me, walk and worship me, and then walk and make your request known, and then walk and make a declaration. So we started that. <clears throat> so I, it was a pastor and his wife I was walking with, and they agreed to do that. And so the first day, uh, so we would walk two and a quarter hours. The first day, we would just give thanks to God for everything. We thank you for our lives, for our family, for our jobs, for safety, for protection, for wisdom, intelligence, for our family. And there's a myriad of things you can thank God for. So we just continue to thank God for two and a quarter hours. The next day, we progress to praising God. The first day we thanked God. We are basing this progression on Psalm 100 verse 4. Psalm 100 verse 4 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. So automatically the next step is worship. And so the first day, I repeat, the first day we, we um, gave thanks to God. So the next day, the second day, we started to praise God. We praise Him for everything He's done for us. You praise God for what He does for you, for you and what He has given unto you, but you worship Him for the person He is. 
praise is occupied, thanksgiving and praise is occupied with deeds that God has done. But worship has to do with his character, the wonderful person, the powerful person he is. So the second day we praised God for two hours and a quarter. The third day we worshipped God. We went into worship for two hours and a quarter. As we walk, we are walking now. We're walking from up to the mountain, the foot of the mountain, and then back to our homes. And in that two and a quarter hour, we would worship God. And we would think how great He is, how wonderful He is, how He created the, the worlds, the earth, how He created a baby, how He distanced the sun from the earth, not to close so that we don't scorch to death, burn to death, not to fall so that we don't freeze to death, and so forth. And many other things. We were thinking of the elephant, how skillful and adept his trunk is. His trunk is almost like a hand. He can take an apple and hold it and eat it. And so many things. If you look at God's creation, the birds, the animals, the flowers, the fragrances, the different kinds of gems and so forth. God is just awesome. So for two and a quarter hour, we just worship God. I repeat, we started with thanksgiving, then with praise, and then with worship. The fourth day, we made our request known to God. We petitioned our request. We told God what we wanted. We told God what we desired. We told God what we needed. We told God what we uh, longed for, yearned for was hungry for. We told God on the fourth day, it was petition day, so we would say, Lord, I would like a, a world-class holiday, or I'd like a world-class jacket, or world-class shoes, or I'd like a new car, I'd like a new home, stuff like that. And after we, we made our re request known, or petitioned our request, then the fifth day, we made our declarations. Because in the book of Job, it says you shall declare and decree a thing and it shall be established. It means whatever you say will come into fulfillment. Whatever you say, God will cause it uh, to come about, will bring it about. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so, whilst the, the pastor was walking with me, he wanted a vehicle. He was driving an old Volkswagen Combi. He was transporting school children, him and his wife. She also had an old combi. And oftentimes those combis would break. And when I would come to their home, they would be lying under the combi or combis repairing it. <clears throat> but this time the pastor said he, he want, would like a quantum. And when it came to making a declaration, saying it, saying it now, we've come to the saying part. We come to the saying part where you say what you want. You not only say what you want, you say what you're going to get. You say it as if you know for sure you're going to get it. And so the pastor said he is going to get a quantum, a new quantum, and he's not going to pay a deposit for it. And I said, this is what I said. I said, now at the time I said it, I knew no one in America. No one promised to take me to America. No one promised to invite me. I knew no one. So I said, Pastor, I am going to America. Praise the Lord. I said, Pastor, I'm going to live on the highest level in America. 
I said, Pastor, I'm not going to pay one cent or one rand to go to America. And I said, Pastor, I'm going to have a bank account in America. I said those words. That pastor is a witness. He heard me say those words. Now, during the week, we would uh, gather together, me and my friends. We call it sharpening sessions. Sharpening sessions means when we eat together, we sharpen our wits, sharpen one another with knowledge and with skills and ability, computer skills, financial skills, communication skills, everything, you name it, whatever we encounter in life. We sharpen one another with knowledge about these things so that when you encounter the stuff that you may prevail and you are victorious and successful in that sphere or that dimension. And so we would meet at uh, the spur um, for breakfast. And I was there first and I came with my laptop uh, because if you're in the business or in a ministry or whatever, <clears throat> then you must always have your laptop with you. And the first thing you do is you check your emails. The first thing, if you're a businessman or you've got a ministry, you are, you, after you've had your quiet time or your devotional quiet time, you uh, check your emails. So as I was waiting for the friends to have breakfast with me, I opened my laptop and I checked my emails. And there was an email from the United States of America. And the email was addressed to me, my name and surname, everything. And they said, uh, we invite you to our summer conference in Washington, D.C. And I was shocked because how come I know no one in America and how come these people uh, knew my name and my surname and had my email address? But somewhere along the line, somebody gave my name to people in America. Somebody told people in America about me, about how I speak, and, and, and the gift that's in me. I got the gift, a, a prophetic gift. I, I, I see visions. Uh, I say it humbly, to God be the glory. I'm not boasting. But you are also wondering how come they invited me. Because one day a man, a pastor invited me to his uh, Friday evening fellowship. Him and other people and they would uh, sing gospel songs and hymns. And afterward they would have someone just read something out of the Bible and explain it. Or as they call it, the theologians call it, expound on it. And so the pastor invited me and he said, we would like to invite you for Friday evening to come and speak to us uh, a, a word from God. That was a while back. And then after I spoke the word and preached the word, somebody came, somebody uh, uh, came for prayer. And then other people also lined up. They stood in line, single file, one after the other, and they came to me for prayer now. And I prayed for the people one by one. But then another man stood in front of me and I said, Sir, I, I, don't, I didn't know the man. I said, Sir, I see your life is like a lot of loose wires. You don't know where to take to bring your life together. But I'm going to pray now that God must bring your life together. And I prayed for that man. And that man's life came together. God put his life together. And that man ended up in America. And that was the man 
that took my name to the people in America and he found out what my name and surname and from friends he found out what my email address was and they gave it to him and that's how he uh, gave it to them and they invited me. And when they sent the invite, remember what I'm telling you now is as a result of saying something, saying, I said it, I said I'm going to America. I said I'm going to live on the highest level. I said I'm not going to pay one rent. I said I'm going to have a bank account there. The emphasis in this podcast is saying, I'm encouraging you, listener, and especially the, the person to whom this is directed, whose name is Sipo Seto, whose daughter's got a problem. Eliminayo is a name. And, and so... I'm telling you this, this is not about boasting, this is not boasting, this is to tell you a a secret, to share with you a secret that if you also start saying positive things, positive results will uh, occur. If you also start not only praying, but also saying, I'm going to get that job, I'm going to excel in my studies, I'm going to have my own freestanding home. I'm going to travel overseas. I'm going to have my own business. If you start saying this stuff, God, according to Isaiah 44, verse 26, God will confirm your words. You will bring those words into fulfillment for you. So this is not about boasting. This is telling you that something that's written in the Bible, it is true, it works. This is why I'm mentioning you this stuff, because I experienced it that this word of God is true, that what's in the Bible is true, contrary what other people and scientists tell you that the Bible is not true, it's not real. If you don't believe it, you don't receive it. If you believe it, you receive it. If you doubt it, you go without it. If you confess it, you possess it. So they doubted the promises of God. And so they go without the blessing. They go without it. You doubt it, you go without it. But if you believe it, you receive it. So I believe the word and I receive the result of believing this word. So you too. So this is what happened. So they sent me this invitation. They sent me an invitation. We invite you to our summer conference in Washington. And they gave me a letter that I should take to the embassy for a visa. And in the letter, it stated that they will cover all my traveling expenses and they will also cover my board and lodging in America. So when I went to the embassy, I've discovered that many people, it's difficult for them to get a visa to America. And and I also know even of uh, Dominis, four Dominis, who've been trying to get a visa to America for five years in succession. They failed for five years, but after five years, they eventually was granted. They were granted uh, visas. But here I'm going. I'm just an ordinary person. So somebody asked me, who are you? What do you do? I, I said, well, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody, and that somebody is Jesus. So I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody up there who can save anybody. But God uses nobodies, and he makes you into a somebody. God takes wrecked lives and broken lives, 
and broken pieces, the broken pieces of your heart, the broken pieces of your life, of your business. He takes broken pieces and turn those broken pieces into masterpieces. And sometimes it feels like your whole life is falling apart. So when your life is falling in, apart, it is actually falling into place, my friend. And so here I am. I took the letter that they sent me uh, that I should take to the, the American embassy. And on my way there, I said, because many people applied for a visa and they, they failed, they declined to give them the visa. It may happen to me, but I went in faith. I went with boldness because I've got the saying that says, I don't worry and I don't fret. My God has never failed me yet. Troubles come from time to time. I don't worry. I'm not the worrying kind because I've got confidence. God is going to see me through. No matter what the case may be, Jesus is going to fix it for me. So I went with confidence. The word confidence means with faith. Con is with in Latin, fide. Fide is faith. With faith. Confidence. Yeah. And I went with this confidence, faith. And as I went, I said, I again make a made a declaration with my mouth. I again said it. I said, God's going to do beyond what I can think or pray. I said, I'm going to go through this visa application like a hot knife through butter. That's what I said. God's going to do much more than I anticipated. And when I got there and I applied and I handed them the letter and filled in some forms, I had to go to different stations there. <clears throat> it was that the American embassy is almost like a, like a, in a bank with its different tellers, different windows. So I had to go to different windows and they spoke with me there and they asked me some questions. And eventually when I got to the last window, the last station, so to speak. And the lady said, congratulations, your visa has been granted for 10 years. Wow. That's a great wow. That's a miracle because I know friends, friends who look like David Beckham, who's handsome and attractive and look like film stars. They only got a visa like for three months. Then I know people who only got a visa for one year. <laughs> and some people just got a visa for a month and many people they did not get a visa at all and here I'm getting it for 10 years why not because I'm better than them but because I said it with my mouth I said it the Bible says if you don't doubt but believe what you say 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 you will have what you have said and I got what I said so I ended up going to America. I lived on a very high level. I lived on Long Island. The It was $300 a night on, the, on that hotel. And then I lived in a big house, a vast house on, a 16, on 16 acres. The next time I went to America, I lived on an, another house on a much higher level that house had its own lake and its own beach and its own beach house and its own forest. People will come there and play paintball in that forest. They will come there with helicopters. This is levels, I'm telling you. And I, they, I had an open an account in America. 
in the bank of America. I'm telling you. So this message is for Sipo Seto in relation to your daughter's need for healing. I'm saying to you, Sipo Seto, say it. Say my daughter will be healed. My daughter will grow up as a normal child. My daughter will be able to play and run and eat and drink like any normal child. My daughter is going to be strong. God's going to perform a miracle in my daughter's life. The Lord bless you. Sipo Setu. Enjoy your life. And say it, don't spray it. If you confess it, you possess it. If you doubt it, you go without it. But if you believe it, you receive it. Amen and amen.